0: Welcome to The CEO Story, brought to you by Casey Chohan, founder of Together CFO, where every week we're interviewing the top CEOs in various industries, sharing their journey and extracting the top things that made them successful. Hey, good morning, guys. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The CEO Podcast. And we've got a doubleheader today. We've got Sam and Shana of Liquid Lounge. And thank you so much for taking the time to join us today, guys. How are you doing? Everything's good. good. Thank
1: you for nice having everybody. me.
0: No, it's been a pleasure. So, can we start with firstly a little bit w- about what Liquid Vita Lounge is, and then we can get into the CEO story after that?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, Liquid Vita Lounge is a health and wellness uh, center. We specialize uh, in IV vitamin therapy, where we deliver nutrients, uh, vitamins, minerals, and amino acids directly into the bloodstream, and people get 100% absorption. We target uh, several different personas, people uh, that are recovering from living an active lifestyle, working out, uh, you know, always out and about. Um, We also have other things to boost up your immune system, like our natural defense IV drip. Um, And then a few other type of uh, services and modalities to help out uh, after a long night, if you're hungover, um, alongside with uh, things to help with, like neural function. Uh, helps with uh, mental clarity, mental focus, etc. cetera. Um, alongside with our IV drips, we have other services and modalities uh, that complement our IV services, everything from hormone optimization, medical weight loss, and aesthetics. Uh, we do everything from the Botox, the fillers, the PRPs. On our regenerative medicine side, we do a lot of peptides, and we also utilize some of the exosomes, um, which then that converts uh, between both of those. We also focus on uh, sexual health for our older individuals to to optimize their sexual health. So uh, full comprehensive wellness center, we try to get a good bird's eye view uh, with our patients by doing a comprehensive blood analysis, looking at uh, hormone imbalances, looking at a lot lot of your typical things that your general practitioner looks at, plus more, uh, meaning we're looking at micronutrient deficiencies. We're looking at autoimmune issues, we're looking at toxins that you potentially have gotten exposed to, like heavy metals, Um, and then uh, other type of genetic testing as well.
0: Fantastic. It sounds like you've got a great menu of things, and I love how progressive and forward-thinking it is in terms of trying to get things before they become a real issue.
2: Yeah, we, we always try to take more of a preventative, proactive approach to medicine, versus what we're used to here in the United States, which is more of a, a reactive medicine approach. Um, so we, we try to find the, the issues before they become serious issues.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. We can see some fantastic firefighting gear in the background there. Can you tell us a little bit about how that all started and then how you eventually came and created uh, Liquid Vita Lounge?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So I've always been into the whole rescue world of, 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 saving people. And, uh, growing up as a kid, rescue 911 was one of my uh, favorite TV shows, anything that was, uh, you know, the, the trauma scenes and the ER. So I kind of had it in my head that I was always into helping people in these type of, uh, emergency situations. So when I had the opportunity as a kid to, to, uh, dive, dive into that, I became a lifeguard when I was, I got certified when I was 14 years old. Started working as a lifeguard when I was 15, and um, you know, progressed from there to becoming a, an aquatic supervisor, aquatics coordinator with the YMCA, in charge of training and doing in services for over 40 different lifeguards. And I just knew I wanted to take it to the next step um, to to actually uh, do some some emergency rescue work with with some 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 of the government agencies. So that's when, once I graduated high school, I decided to go into uh, paramedic school and also the fire academy. Became a, a state licensed firefighter paramedic. And by age 20, I started working with uh, Oakland Park Fire Rescue in Broward County here in South Florida. And I did a total of 12 years. And recently, about roughly about a year ago, uh, I retired from Oakland Park Fire Rescue, um, which You know, these things uh, led me to the opportunities of what I have today, Uh, opening up our first business, which was Rescue 101, and then leading towards our medical business with my medical background, which is uh, Liquid Vita Lounge. So uh, let's start
0: there in terms of when you were a firefighter, uh, I'm sure most people are aware that there's irregular shift patterns involved there. Um, right. It right. gave you a little bit of extra time to then utilize and make the most of, and you can kind of go one of two ways. Can we dig into a little bit more of that because I think that kind of goes into your entrepreneurial spirit rather than just sitting around wasting all that money.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I um, part part of that is that I've always had that entrepreneurial spirit, how you say, it is, and you know, I, I always wanted to help people, but at the same time help people. And, and do something uh, with the business side of it as well, too, which the fire department, uh, you know, allowed me to help people, but it, I, I really couldn't uh, do the, the business part at the fire department. So that, that's, we're now with Liquavita, I'm doing both. But, you know, going back to the shift schedule, what, what allowed this to happen while I was working at the fire department is that we have a unique schedule where we work 24 hours on, and we're off for 48 hours. So you have two options as a firefighter. You're either going to spend all the money that you make as a firefighter on those two days off, or you're going to go find a side hustle and make more money. So I decided to go that route with my entrepreneurial background. And I decided, I said, you know what, I'm going to start doing a, a little side hustle, and which one thing went to another from us. One you know, small side hustle to now we have this organization with Close to 100 employees and uh, distribution outlets, etc. That's
0: fine.
1: Yeah, uh, who can just sit still and and hang out? He always has to have a hundred things going
2: on. So. <laughs> uh, I think it's a
0: very common trend with uh, with entrepreneurs yeah, awesome. and successful people. So, can we talk a little bit now about working together as a couple? Because I think this is a very unique point and complement each other really well in that aspect. How did that first start and and was it always so good from the beginning? I, uh, we met person, right?
2: and we were two completely mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. individuals. You know, I was a C average student, class clown, uh, couldn't keep quiet. And, you know, she was the very smart girl mm-hmm. that just had all the answers, uh, to every test. <laughs> so, um, Once we graduated high school, you know, we met at high school. Our last month of high school, we went to prom together, and we just clicked. And, you know, a couple years after high school, uh, when I was working at the YMCA, I I ventured into my first business, which was health, safety, and risk prevention, doing a lot of um, CPR and first aid trainings for different organizations, training the majority of lifeguards here in South Florida. And once I started uh, that business, I I just – I just knew that what I excelled at was the the hustle for business, the building relationships, communicating, being the the talkative guy that I am. um, That that was my forte. And in my head, I said, you know, the the person who should be dealing with the financials and the administrative part should probably be the smart person in the relationship. And that's where uh, I, I kind of didn't give her much of a choice. I went to... What was it, Sam's Club or BJ's, the one BJ's, of these places? Yeah. And I bought a one of these CD ROMs of QuickBooks. And I, I came home and I gave her this CD ROM for QuickBooks and I tell her, said, Hey, you, you need to learn this thing. And she said, What? I said, Yeah, you need to learn this and uh, so we can, you know, do things properly with the business. She took it, she learned it, and now she's like, a guru with all these accounting systems. I mean, that's your background, accounting and I love it. I
0: love the whole American dream and, like, the, the prom and, and all of that. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Now, let's fast forward from that into life today, as you see. You've grown your business, the second business from zero to a considerable amount right now, multiple locations, multiple staff. And still going strong together as a team. You haven't killed each other yet, so that's fantastic. <laughs> um, how does how does that work in the office? Do you just split and segregate the duties—finance, operations, marketing, sales—and kind of do that separately, or are you working together hand in hand a lot as well?
1: Um, we work separately a lot. A lot of things that that fall on his plate and my plate are are completely different. Um, he probably couldn't tell you a whole lot about what my full day consists of and vice versa. Right? right. But then we have our, our projects that we have to actually sit and, um, go over together, you know, go over numbers, looking at budgets and, you know, whatever projects come up. But a lot of, a lot of the things that we work on that we just sit and do on a day-to-day basis is, is separate. Um, and we've gotten, I mean, as far as our working relationship, we've gotten better as yeah. the, it it wasn't, oh you know, it's not perfect right from the get-go. It's a hard you know, thing to balance and, and learn. And What are some of the uh, things oh, that you wow.
0: to make that learning curve better and like, be able to work around each other and be more efficient rather than, you know, there's kind yeah. of the home life and then there's a work
2: life, right? So yes. how, how do you keep it so that I think it's the, the important part is to be able to understand the, the difference between the two. Mm-hmm. and having enough respect for each other when one person has to be a little bit firm and direct and the other person not take it personal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because sometimes, uh, you know...
1: We butt we well, heads and well, we clash yeah. about things. That, I mean, we can have um, an argument about something with the business, cool. and then we just... Honestly, the way that I deal with it is we'll stop talking. <laughs> And then two hours later, I'll pop back into the room and say, "Okay, so what do you want for dinner?" Because <laughs> so, now it's separate, you know. Now, so you can you can disagree because you're going to have disagreements in business, you know. That it would be foolish to think otherwise. And we disagree about something. Um, we'll either solve it right then, and then it's fine. Or we might be a little mad at each other, but that's not our personal life. That's business. Right. And then at the end of the day, we're husband and wife, you know. And that has to come before being. Business partners. Yeah, I
2: think I it's awesome. cool. we just, like at, at our personal life because we love to talk business, so yeah. we'll go out <laughs> to dinner and we're talking business and all this other stuff. And re- recently, it's it's gotten more like okay, let's just not Stop. talk business. Let's go out for a, a nice bike ride and listen to some jamming some music mm-hmm. and not not talk anything business. Yeah. So, which we we have the ability to do that. We we. Have a on
0: and off switch, mm-hmm. you know that that we know how to control very well. Got it. I think. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, is that
1: oh, echoing no, for
0: you? No, 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 no. I oh, let's just be on my side. Uh, but yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. In order to uh, to be able to have an off switch, keep it separate, keep it focused while it's at work, and that when it's at home and it's personal life, that's fine. Enjoy that side of it because that's really important to kind of be able to switch off, rejuvenate feel good, and then go back to the office the next day and figure out what went wrong and how to fix all the multiple (laughs) issues that you get. So Mm -hmm. let's fast forward a little bit and kind of change direction. So talking about the organization, the culture, and creating a workplace that's expanding, how do you control the organization as it's growing so quickly? Um, Well,
1: you make several mistakes along the way and learn from them um but you really it comes with putting the right people in place so um having the right managers and layers of people is really what makes all of the difference because you have to have people that you can trust to help you know manage the the group of employees at each location um you know it People management is definitely the hardest thing about owning a business by far, right? Wouldn't you? I, I, agree I would with say that? so. Absolutely, That's, It's a very difficult thing. So to manage them, the growth of it, you have to have people that you can, you can trust. And I, and I think that trust is the biggest thing you can find people with skills. Um, but you need to find people that you trust with your business to make decisions, to value what, what you value as a person in a company and to, you know, Basically, carry yeah. that on. So.
2: and part of that is developing that high-performing team to have those team leaders mm-hmm. uh, to help help you build that that positive culture within your organization. Um, and that culture that, that that you develop is all based off of the 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 owners' uh, their vision. So as long as your your leadership team that's bringing it to uh, you know your district managers to your uh, uh, location managers, to all of the other leaders within the, every individual location, as long as they understand what our vision is of what the culture should be and they can express it amongst the rest of the team, then, then you can build that high-performing team with that, that, that great culture that, that is extremely important in your organization.
0: So you touched on, on kind of communicating, making sure that they understand. So what, what are some of the key things that you guys do to help really the staff and the team understand what the way you want it to be?
2: Well, n- number one thing is training. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to have in-service trainings. You have to have team huddles um, on a frequent basis. You know, you have more, more of these type of uh, uh, gatherings and meetings on a micro level between each individual location. But then we also do it on, on more of the, 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 the larger side of it which then on a, on a quarterly basis, we do trainings that are led by our corporate team. And we bring all of our uh, practitioners, or managers, or wellness coordinators, so then we can go ahead and touch on certain points um, so they, they understand which direction we're going as a company.
1: Yeah. And this year, and it's unfortunate we haven't been able to do it yet, um, but one of our goals this year was to actually do quarterly uh, Get together. It's not a training, but something completely outside of that. And doing like a field day at a park, or going kayaking, going bowling, something like that. Because we pretty much always do a year-end party, and we thought, you know what, we should do things quarterly so that we can all get together, maybe do some team-building things, and just try to get people just to have a little bit of fun, um, and just to get to be together, and let's, you know, celebrate us all growing, and and you know all working together for this long and unfortunately we decided that in December like okay we're gonna make this a thing now and then COVID hit and we haven't been able to do that but it's still in the the plan because we'd like to make that more uh, team you know we want everybody yeah I think it makes a
0: lot of sense so we do it twice a year summertime and wintertime yeah Uh, so to do it quarterly is is actually really good And, and what we found it builds is that culture and deeper yeah. relationships rather than hey how are you doing how was your weekend type thing It, it right. actually people get to know each other a lot better and then the families and the kids and so on and it kind of makes that superficial friendship into kind of a real friendship
1: exactly right. exactly so it
0: def- definitely helps so that's fantastic and then what are some of the future goals that you guys are looking to achieve with liquid lounge
2: Well, one of the things, and this is kind of touching back on our conversation we were just having, and part of our future goals with it is the larger our business grows because we're opening up additional locations, and now we're actually opening up locations out of state as well, is that the more people we have within the organization, what ends up happening is the company kind of becomes this faceless company. Yeah, you but know, when we first started it, it was you know almond pops. It's small. Everyone knows each other. Everyone has a lot of respect for the work, the sweat, tears, blood that we put into this business. But as it gets greater, and you don't really have the time as uh, CEO, CFO to to actually interact with all of these employees. Um, you know that that respect level um, it's, uh, it's it, it it diminishes. That almost yeah. people people start to feel like they're just a the number. Um, and that's where then you start having certain employees that t- try to take advantage of the company because they just they have no it's kind just of sympathy It's a company, it's
1: not people. Right. that kind of loses heart. that family spirit. Um,
2: um, yeah, so, yeah, so for us, is I, I've had something that's called, uh, since I started the business, I said I, I always want the culture to have what I call the lip will be beta family. So part, part of uh, our future plan, some of our goals, are to do m- more of these things to connect and build these relationships with the employees because obviously our employees are our biggest asset as an, as an organization and and be able to make sure that they're not looking at the the organization as a faceless company. Like there are some really important people that are putting a lot of time and effort to, to create this to what it is.
1: Yes. That they get to really know us and what we, you know, what we value and and what we want for them. You know, I, I want a good working environment. For, for the staff, you don't want people, you know, you don't want people just putting in, you know, sweat, working eighty hours in, a week, and you know, that's not that's not what you want. You want a good environment for them, and you want them to know us. Right.
0: So. I think it's, it's it's one of those points, and we get this with a lot of our clients when they get to a tipping point of, hey, we were just a small mom and pop family and our business was me and my husband, or our two kids, you know, just a small, tight-knit group, and then it exploded, and it's like, wow, where did this come from, how do we do it, and how do we retain the essence of what made us what we are, without losing that, but enable everyone to know those core values and those core beliefs of what you really want that culture to be. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, no, there's a tool that, that we use in a lot of the companies that we deal with called EOS. And that, uh, and that helps a lot with expanding companies. And um, there's a really good book out there. I'm going to send you guys it so you can read oh, it. Um, Perfect. That, that's helped me and it's helped a lot of my clients as well. So I think a uh, big nice. shout out to Gino Wickman on uh, EOS because it's a great book. But yeah, that, that's a great segue. And if people want to reach out to you, what's the best way for them to do that?
2: If they want to reach out to us, um, they can reach both of us at info at com or at personal emails, which is sam at com, And then Shayna's is Shana at com.
0: And then I'll also uh, leave the website just below there so people can click on it and find a location closest okay. to them. Uh, yes. Sam and Shayna, thank you so much for your time. You've been fantastic. And we wish you awesome. all the best. All thank right, you so much. It. We thank appreciate you. it.